Well, I I hit record. Perfect. Um. So what you're saying is we both hit record. We did, yeah. And the, uh, this is just a. Oh, we did this like th- two two months ago. Yeah, something and, like that. What yeah. happened? Enlighten um, me. What what happened? This is what happened. Uh, I was uh, still. I got a new computer. I wasn't still doing anything. I got a new computer and I didn't transfer a lot of stuff over. Uh, and I found my file, but I couldn't find you. Uh, no, I found your file, but I couldn't find mine. And I think because I deleted it. <laughs> wow, dude, you just sent your file to the nether. Awesome. Yeah. So I had yours one of us, and I, I. One of us did the work. One of us did the work. Yeah. I kind of thought about just literally uploading only your end. <laughs> Just a conversation with myself. Yeah, and just no, seeing how no that went. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I decided against it just because, and then we'll try and do this. So we've been, since for the past month and a half, probably trying to find a time to get back on it. And yeah, we found and it's it. weird to find time. It's been a weird year. Um, the whole COVID thing aside, the whole job thing aside, for me, it's just like my kids growing up and my schedule like adapting to theirs yeah which is weird and then whatever i don't know what you got going on do you have kids no no <laughs> no 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 i i, I came close once um yeah but same though yeah that that didn't it just didn't work out with you know that time um but no i don't and i think about that a lot with you and i know that you you know you just mentioned Aside from the whole job thing, but now this, you know, this is your job thing. And um, and you do have kids. And I know that when you wrap up stream most days, you know, you throw someone a raid and then, you know, it's daddy duty. So how, you know, yeah, that's probably a big change, right? Yeah, no, it's weird um, because like uh, in order for me to do this, like Angie picked up a part time job so I could pursue this full time. So, I mean, and considering everything that's going on it was it's a remote job she gets to work at home but that means you know as soon as i'm done doing my work from home i gotta you know we just kind of tag team it um when it comes to the kids one of them she takes them for the first half of the day i just need to take them for the second half and then as soon as she gets off of work i do my edits and then we just wake up and do it all over again it's it's weird yeah um because it kind of takes the whole saying of there not being enough hours in a day to a whole nother level with how much you want to do on top of everything that you know you are obligated to do like as a parent it's weird um but you know i still wouldn't trade it for anything it's very humbling is it weird being a dad (laughs) yeah i think the weirdest thing is is like as a father like my, my oldest is seven and to put that into perspective, I just turned 26 a few months ago. And the thing that I always told myself early on when, when I had kids was that I'm, I'm going to do it everything right and I'm not going to be anything like my father. And the more time goes on, <laughs> I'll notice these little like intervals of time where I'm like, this sounded like my fucking dad. Yeah. And I hate everything about myself now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning into what I said I was not going to be. And it drives me nuts because it sounds so cliche. Right. You know? Right. I, I, this is not where I wanted to be, 
but um, like here I am. Like I'm still like I'm still not like a copy and paste of what my old man was. I don't think I'll ever be like close to that. It's just the shades of what my old man was that bothers me. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, it's it's the whole thing too, where you know when we're growing up and then your parents tell you something, a valuable life lesson, and we think we know better, right? And then you find yourselves twenty years later thinking about that life lesson and one oh i should have listened to them because my parents were right because they went through this and then two you repeat that life lesson to someone else and then you sound like your parents <laughs> but see here's yeah. the thing though is that like for for me and in, in my upbringing is that as i get older like i'm sounding like my old man and i'm doing like little things like little insignificant things that are just like little ticks you know yeah that remind me of like what I went through as a kid with my father. But the interesting thing, and I had this conversation with my wife and even my sisters, because the, the interesting thing about growing up and comparing myself as a parent to what my parents were is that my parents were so full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> is that they were, they were not even close to what they advertised. That, like, yeah. I, my, my parents were, were the type that would lead through fear that was mostly influenced by their religious affiliation. Yeah, yeah. Same same with mine a lot. Well, I guess, first of all, do you get along with your parents? I, I get along. Um, yeah. Uh, and I don't really know what that stems from now as an adult because um, I don't know if it's them just finally coming to peace with the fact that I'm not going to be their little missionary boy that they had all mapped out when they, you know, started making babies. Right. <laughs> or yeah. if it's just me having a higher tolerance for the same bullshit that kind of threw me over the wall when I was, you know, through middle school and high school. Yeah. So I, I'm really having a hard time identifying if it's one or the other. What what religion were you raised as? Oh, LDS, the LDS faith. Mormons. Okay. All right. Mormon. Well, I'm, I'm Roman Catholic and, uh, I was an altar boy <laughs> and yeah, you said, I can picture it too. Oh dude, just me up there with this <laughs> shitty bowl cut, just ringing a bell and like handing off the body of Christ to like everyone in my parish. Yeah. It was, um, Mormons do something very similar to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, it's just called the sacrament where you have like the, Oh, that's what it is too. Water and yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. You, you bless it. Yeah. And then you pass it out. Y'all just eat that bread. Do you drink the, the blood too? Yeah. Yeah. But is it, okay. Was your blood grapefruit juice or was it real wine? No, it was water. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it, it is water. Yeah. What? See, we, <laughs> <laughs> Why water? Are Mormons not allowed to drink wine? Maybe it was just a bit more practical to just like just go to the sink. Well, you know, we'll bless that shit. It'll be good to go. Like, yeah, you know, it was just water. Okay, all right. <laughs> and we had like the same prayer that you would just read off of a script. It'd be the same thing, except the only words that would change between the two prayers is that the key word was bread, and then the next one was water. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know much about. Um, the Catholic side on your end when it came to, you know, your version of that. Same thing, is, you know. Is it, is it pretty much the same? Um, I'm trying to think and see if I can remember it. Um, uh, no, I'm just going to route off the Our Father. That's what I'm going to think of. Uh, yeah, it was um, Roman Catholic is like a very strict, uh, you know, version of Catholicism. I 
don't know a lot about other religions. I was actually talking about this the other day with my girlfriend, and uh, but I told her I was Roman Catholic, and she was like, whoa, man, that's strict. And it's weird because my mother was religious, my father was not. And then at the age of like 13, my dad started coming to church. And like, so one, he's missing football, right? Which he's pissed off about. <laughs> so now he's got to go to church. <laughs> And like, but my mom wanted to go because then he, she thought that would be a good influence for me to want to go. Around the age of 14, I was like, I'm over this. And then my dad started actually getting angry at me because now I wasn't going to church because I caused a fight with my mother. But now he has to go <laughs> and he's missing football. <laughs> so he was extra mad at me and took all that out on me. And uh, about my parents, though, I really don't talk to my parents that much at all. I actually... Facebook messaged them on Christmas to ask if we were doing a uh, Zoom call on Christmas. And my mother replied with, uh, no, we're not going anywhere. And I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds festive. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So see, I had I had like a similar experience this year um, when it came to Christmas and my parents and again this is just i think one of those things where it's just the circle of life you know as you get older your parents get older and these things get a bit more difficult to coordinate i guess you could say very much so and it, it's kind of weird because of you know all the traditions that you're brought up with and it kind of like it, it just kind of warps everything and it's kind of you know depressing in a way because it's just not how you remember it being um, but like this year was very similar where we had a plan that was coordinated between, you know, my mom and all 73,000 sisters of mine. And <laughs> how many are there actually? I, I actually have seven. And you're the uh, only, only boy. I'm, I'm one of seven. I have six sisters. Yeah. Wow. So my dad was one of six. He had five sisters. Wow. Yeah. It's, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a I, lot, I, dude. Yeah. I, I know that feel, man. Yeah, how many bathrooms uh, did you have growing up? Mm, multiple oh, okay all right because yeah. he had one so yeah that was yeah, it was it yeah. was yeah it was manageable okay but um no it, it got weird and, and this is it kind of touches back to what i was saying about my parents just kind of being full of shit and not being you know what i thought they were growing up um where and we had like this entire plan where my sister was hosting and you know we coordinated together and we got all of the food we set up all the decorations got all the presents out we got the kids situated all the sleeping arrangements done and um you know like my, my sister lives like a few hours away so we had to make a day of it i had to drive yeah. in you know my small ass car with three kids there's a lot of, of coordination is, with a lot of people yeah, there was a lot, and you know, it was again like a about a two to three hour drive, and I have a, a little girl who's a year old, and she's not a fan of driving; she despises it. So that entire ride was like car sick ish, or just no, she just gets bored. She oh. hates it. Yeah, I hate it. You know, it's boring. Having like my first two <laughs> were boys, and like they loved it because they just love cars. They're boys, you right? Know? But like my little girl nah she's like just not a fan like five minutes down the road she's like i've had it give me out <laughs> we're done right what is this even for what are we doing <laughs> but i mean like it's just it was just, it's just you have to make a day of it and by the time we get there it's like yo i don't want to take a nap because they just it just sucks the life out of you so what happens so, so you got everyone together and then yeah, yeah. We, we we got there it's christmas eve we're driving on christmas eve we get there you know two three in the afternoon and 
Um, my, my old man is actually staying with his old man because he's been sick and he recently had like surgery on his knee and uh, apparently he can't be left alone. So my, my old man had to stay at his dad's place for Christmas without leaving him. And so we're like, oh, that's kind of lame. Um, is there any way like one of your sisters can go over there and chill with him while you come over here for at least a few hours and do the whole Christmas thing? And he was like, no, nah, they're busy. And I'm like, okay, well then, um, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're just going to do our Christmas Eve shit tonight, and then I'll bring the kids over tomorrow, and we'll, you know, open some gifts so you can, like, spend some time with the kids, the grandkids, and, you know, make it a Christmas thing. But, like, he wanted it all. Mm. He was like, how about you guys just basically just pack up house and bring it over here tonight and tomorrow? And I was like... Fuck you, old man. Yeah, that's a lot. Because that's not just you <laughs> yeah, and your dude, family. Like, that's everyone right. else. Yeah. Like, dude, you had seven kids, and you just somehow, somewhere along the lines, just can't think of how to sympathize with your one and only son. Right. <laughs> Trying to give his kids like a Christmas experience and like not pack them all up in a compact car to drive again on top of the two to three hours we already had driven. And he, he this is something that my dad did a lot growing up and something that he continues to do because it apparently worked so well with him growing up. Um, it was just that you just kind of put on like a, a hissy fit yeah. to get attention, guilt trip people so that he would get what he wants as a, as a grown man. And again, this is, this is where it comes back to like, you know, like I just now as a, as a grown ass, man, I was like, man, like my parents were just so full of shit. Like they were, it was, they're, they're a fraud. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Totally. And I, you know, and another thing that makes it really difficult too, is that, you know, I, I don't have this, I don't know what this is going to be like, and you will know before I do what this will be like. But like at some point, you know, your kids are going to leave the house and they're going to do their own thing and have their own life. Like yeah. you are and your, you know, your other sisters and like, there comes a point like, you know, I've done that. I was married. I did my whole thing. And then, you know, even to your point of there's not enough time in the day, I'd go to work. I'd come home. I'd make dinner. I'm spending time, you know, with my my family. And then, you know, it goes uh, a couple weeks go by and I haven't talked to my parents. Yeah, that's how it is with me, at least. You might talk to them more, yeah. but that's how it is. And then no. there's just I mean, this weird. And then when I go to, like, make that step to call they don't answer and I have to leave an answer, you know, on the answer machine. And mm -hmm. then I don't get a call back for like two, three days. And then yeah. my dad will post something to my Facebook saying, please call me right on my wall. And I'm like, dad, okay. <laughs> Everyone just saw <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. But it's exactly. weird. It's the same. I get the same hissy fit, man. I definitely do. It's and and see, I'm their only child. So I'm like, why aren't you, you know, loving me i'm your only one <laughs> like you know but i mean yeah. i can't i can't say that i know because i'm one of seven right in a sense i kind of do because i'm the only boy mm. therefore like when i was growing up that there was some special treatment in some areas right and i thought that kind of brought something with it throughout the years but again just as i got older I realized it was just you know since i didn't follow in the religious footsteps it was just a scam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, it's, but yeah, that's just the circle of life. And that's something I expect with my kids when they get older. Like as soon as they're 18, like do whatever you want. Right. You know, like, that's, it's not my problem. I mean, if you want to include me, that'd be dope. I would love that. But like, you gotta let your kids be 
the, their own selves. Right. I think that's important. And then as they get older, they'll probably, I mean, if you respect them as they're progressing, then as they get older, that respect will just naturally come for you as the one who gave birth to them. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's, a, I, it's a two-way street. For sure. It's, a, it's the circle of life. Yeah, you just got to let it play out. So you, you think know, your kids are going to think you're a fraud when you get older? I hope not. Yeah, you know, I, I hope mine don't either. I had a conversation where, like, with Angie where I'm like, like I'm, I'm hard on, you know, my, my oldest just because I, I, I see kids nowadays and just like how the, just the culture of kids, generally speaking, is just turning into like this weird entitled back talking like it's like not what like i used to do as a kid but it's like taken to another step where it takes entitlement to a whole nother level where like it's not like we're even parents we're just like acquaintances like it's some like platonic relationship it's it's like a weird dynamic that i see like, like if i take my kid to the park like I'll see some other kid basically bossing their parents around. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Naked. And I and you know, and as I've been like getting like as a younger parent, I was like reading books and like parenting and like reading all these articles and like you need to ask your baby's consent to change their diaper. I'm like, right. what the fuck is this? That's like uh, weird shit like that. You need to be asking your kid for consent, asking them how they feel about everything. Like I understand like being connected to your kid, but to the point where I have to ask my my infant who can't even speak for consent to change their diaper. Right. You lost me. I'm gone. I don't know where I'm at right now. Yeah, that it, seems like some weird like past three years type bullshit. Right. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, strange, man. It's strange. But I mean, um, I just don't want my kids to be reliant on anyone else. I don't want them to look and blame someone else. I want to be all on them. You know, like when I was growing up, like it, it was easy for me to look at how I turned out or why I didn't have things a certain way. And I, it's very easy for me with my upbringing to point at things like, well, that's why. And that's why. And that's why. And I hate the fact that I have to do that just because of my circumstances growing up. Um, and I just don't want that for my kids. Yeah. Oh, no, dude. I mean, I have the same thing. Uh, I mean, as a, a blatant one that I always think about is that um, uh, it, we'll go here real quick. Um, <laughs> I, I never <laughs> talked to my parents about sex ever growing up. Yo, me neither, dog. Let's go. Okay, so, so I never did. And well, now I'm 26 with three of and those three things. kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine was though. You know, uh, I didn't talk about it at all. I had a girlfriend in high school, but we didn't. I wasn't like in a rush. You know, I mean, all my friends were and everything, and they had or whatever. But I always thought it was kind of weird that like. You know, I heard of kids in like sixth grade having sex, and I was like, uh, yeah, "What? <laughs> yeah." Um, I barely, I don't even know what I was doing. Probably still like humping my hand in in sixth grade. But like, we, uh, I get to like, I get out. I had turned nineteen, and then I, you know, I lost virginity at nineteen, and then, boom, it was on. I couldn't keep a girlfriend because <laughs> I was just banging everything, and I had no sense of 
of how to like control this because well one it was late and I felt like I had to play catch up but two I had never talked about any of this with my mom and dude to this day I've still never even had a sex talk like there's been like it's just the weirdest thing and I I don't expect my mom to have sit me down at 36 and talk to me about sex but like I think I mean, she, like, like there's even were, things like oh, you had like sex ed, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I knew about that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, okay, dude, I never had that like period. Oh wow, I, I never. I had. I remember one talk vividly, very vividly, when I was nine years old with my old man about you know the whole birds and the bees thing. One talk, that was it. Yeah, because when I was growing up, I was homeschooled, and sex ed when it comes to. Mormon parents and raising their Mormon children, they don't want to potentially taint the mind of those young kids. Man, with dude, that's some shit. Things like sex. So yeah. I never, I never knew about that, and they never put me in school. They didn't put me in school until um, I was seventeen years old, and by then, like, I've, I mean, I was already active in that field. <laughs> God, and you were. Pr- I mean, not saying you're not weird now, but like that's probably <laughs> made you weird. Like, you were definitely weird going to school at 17. Like, that's some shit. See, I don't, I don't, that, that's what's weird is that I don't think I was. Like, we were weird because we were teenagers, but like, I wasn't, like, as a homeschool kid, I hated, like, that stereotype throughout the, like, all the years because like, I would still go to church and I would still interact with people. But, and they, and they all had, like, the same thing. Like, oh, are you homeschool because, like, you're allergic to, you know, 73 different foods? Are you, you know, autistic? Are you like antisocial? Are you violent? Like all this weird stuff. I was like, no, my parents are just super protective. And when I say super protective, I mean like I, I'm like some artifact that they're protecting from being stolen. Like yeah. it was a really weird dynamic. It was like, there's nothing wrong with me. My parents just don't want the outside world to corrupt me. And and then the outside world eventually corrupted me. Of course, yeah. No, that, <laughs> that's how it works. It's, it's like an, it's inevitable. But, and that, you know, my parents that, did their best with what they knew at that time. Of course, but you know, going back, I wish, I wish, I knew then what I know right now, because man, like we, could, I could sit here and talk for hours about the traumatic shit my parents put me through. All oh, at dude. the helm of what was religiously appropriate and justified in that time yeah you you definitely got more of that and maybe that's just how the mormon religion is is the whole like that's that's the weird thing is that it's generally not you know even like like when i was growing up i would you know go over to a friend's house his parents were mormon but like they were pretty chill they were relaxed yeah they they were like human beings and then even as i get older you know, I have like neighbors who are Mormon and like they drink, you know, and that's like against everything the Mormon religion teaches. Okay. You know, like people have like different uh, definitions of what the teachings are in that religion and they, you know, apply what works for them and then they ditch the rest. Right. I mean, that's what most and, people do. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. when, when it comes to like the LDS faith, though, it's so concentrated and it's so like. Everything's so by the book, generally. What does LDS mean? The Latter-day Saints. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. No, but I mean, uh, we, were, we were talking about school when it came down to this. I mean, but that, that was the thing, though, is that like when I went to school, I felt in my element. 
in like from a social standpoint. Yeah. But when it came to the academics, I was like, why the fuck am I in? What what is this with all the shapes in math? What is that again? Geometry. Oh I was Jesus! Like, they threw me in geometry, and I was like, why? I am not going to be an architect. Like even then, I was like, what is this for? I don't need this. Right. And and they also threw me in there um, at 17 without reporting any of my homeschool work to the state. So, Ooh, yeah, see, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, yeah, do zero credits. So I, for one, uh, you know, OK, I think I could help my kids with homework. Right. Like history and right. uh, a couple subjects. I can't help them with math. They're going to fail. Um, <laughs> but I kind of think like. In order to be, in order to homeschool your kids, you have to be pretty smart, I'd feel, and well-rounded. So, like, when you finished homeschooling and went in the public school, did you, well, obviously with geometry, you were behind, had no clue, but did you feel that way with other subjects, too? Not at all, really. I okay. mean, the thing, like, I mean, I still, like, when I met with a teacher, when it came to geometry, like, I would sit with her and be like, so explain this to me like I'm five. She's like, well, this is geometry and you're 17 years old. I shouldn't have to. I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm, you know, a sheltered, deprived piece of shit. So <laughs> we're going to start from square one. <laughs> and like, I learned like the basics of geometry, even though I didn't really care for it. I just did it to, because I actually like, I was, I was wanting to say that I did it, you know, I yeah. was up to the challenge. Um, but with everything else, like I was in uh, AP English. I was taking college courses because I love to write. Okay. Like I, I dove right into that without, again, with no credits. This was basically, I went to school as a babysitting service. You know, I took Spanish. Um, at, at 17, I had to take geometry, and I was like, yeah, why? I took geometry, <laughs> I, and I failed, and I went to summer school for the entire summer, obviously. <laughs> and then, uh, But I retook it the next year, and I was about to fail again. And they gave me the same teacher, which apparently they don't do because they sometimes figure if you failed maybe it was the teacher but they gave me the same teacher because he actually requested me and i went to school every morning and stayed after every day and uh i got another f but he passed me with a d and i realized that i had text anxiety well that's what i told my parents right and he told me that he was like you know what's crazy is you do all the homework and you come in you're showing this initiative you're doing all this and then when I give you the test and put it in front of you, you just blank out and you fail. It's like it's like everything I taught you just left. And I was like, yeah. That's it's like that scene from 21 Jump Street where, where have you seen that movie? I don't. Yeah, wait, with, the, with Jonah Hill? With, with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah. He's like just doing that test and like the words change. To, You're an idiot. No, yeah. I'm not. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> like, so so he's I, like, fuck this. Just checks off everything and walks out. Dude, I remember the day that I went home and I had a D, right? And I was happy with it because I figured, you know, I he, what he told me, my teacher just solidified that I'm trying my best. I really did. I wanted, I wanted to pass it. I just couldn't take tests. And uh, I remember, I remember the, I told my mom that and she was just like, you're just not applying yourself. Uh-huh. And I was like, I think I have test anxiety, mom. And you know what? I'm sitting there talking this, this weekend or this last week with, uh, my girlfriend who is a nanny and she's so she's very good with kids and knows all the stuff that you were talking about before about you know like even probably the new 2020 theories on how you have to ask for consent 
with your infants, but um to change their type. Yeah. yeah. But where Can I take all this shit off of you? <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> Ah! What was that? You still don't know basic English because you're literally three months old? Right. But I'm sitting there and I'm talking to her and her sister about this. I said the exact same story I just told you. And and they were like, no, yeah, that's uh, anxiety. Test anxiety is a huge thing. And uh, that happens. And you aren't stupid. I was like, thank you. Yeah, I do. I, I wanted yeah. to let you finish before I chimed in because I did. The, I had the exact same thing. Like when it came to tests, I was like, yeah, this room's too fucking quiet. This guy's just walking in circles. Is he going to impale me? Like, like yeah. If I get an answer wrong, like it, it is a real thing. And genetically speaking, anxiety and depression runs very high through my family line. So, and you know, it always connects to the same thing. Uh, when I did, I did literally the exact same thing when I just completely butchered one of my first tests when I got into high school. Mm-hmm. And you know, parents are the same thing. You're just not applying yourself. And I was like, you threw me into my senior year with no credits. I feel like I'm applying myself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not seeing results here in the first quarter. My bad, my bad. But I mean, once I got to that point and I had all these conversations uh, with my school counselor who had the same mindset as I did, is why are you here? Yeah, like, because like my my school counselor and I were on the same page. Is like I should be getting my GED because I'm too far gone. Like I'm not going to make up all these credits yeah. in just one year. Like I'm going to stay. After I'm 18, and I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be in fucking high school when I'm 18. Well, did, I refuse. I don't want to live with my parents. I'm out. Yeah. Do you think you? Do you think since your parents did raise you so like uh, heavily on religion and um, being Mormon that that was that reflected at all in like your education? Like I'm talking like um, let's talk like history, right? Like you know, uh, I obviously there's religion that is you know mixed in with history and all that. But like, do you think that, I know your mom or your dad probably had like a a state guideline of what they did have to teach you? But did you feel that they like pushed that more? Like regular history as opposed to religious history? No, or? I mean like I mean I guess just like more so of religious beliefs within schooling like with everything right you know and oh dude yeah yeah no, like I, I i don't know if you've heard of uh seminary have you heard about that i know what it's no no go ahead no so, so seminary at least in my experience in my upbringing seminary is when typically you are in middle school through high school and you have one school period in your school day on day a or day b whatever where you go off of school grounds to a building that is bought by the lds church where you go there during school hours for one period and you you know learn more about the church so like i had a ccd class which was on sundays before church this wasn't during school though okay so yours is actually during school it's actually during school so here here is how a typical high school mormon schedule goes like um at least in my experience and just how i was brought up okay so you have school mondays through fridays right so obviously you know just to say for the sake of the example you know a days are mondays wednesdays and fridays so you would go to one period of school off school grounds to learn stuff about the church so that's mondays wednesdays and fridays additionally to that 
through your own church, through your own ward, based off of where you live. There's one day a week in your age group where you meet for one to two hours and do like community service, or you have another church lesson. This is in the middle of the week, um, or just anything church related that, that they can apply a church lesson to essentially yeah. and try and suck you in by, you know, showing you the social aspect of it. Um, so that that's just Mondays through Fridays. Okay. And then Saturdays, you know, they have other, you know, random community service events that they encourage you to attend. And then Sunday you have like your three hour slot where you go to sacrament meeting, you have Sunday school, and then you have a whole nother separate hour of different, like, uh, teaching teachings based off of if you're a man or a woman three hours three hours so you would you would go to wait 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 wait, wait. Well, again though women have different teachings than men yeah what, oh, what they would have is basically <laughs> called yeah they, they have what was called the relief society for women and then priesthood meetings for men and they have like different branches of priesthood. You got the, uh, I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> They're based off of your age group. So like if you're 12 years old, you're a deacon. If you're 14, you're a priest. If you're 16, you're, wait, no, if you're 14, you're a teacher. I don't know why they called us teachers. We were 14. So 12 deacon, 14 teacher, and then 16, you were a priest. And, you know, if you're a deacon, you can help by passing the sacrament during sacrament meeting. If you're 14, you watch the doors. So you would, you would stand by the doors when sacrament, like when the sacrament was being passed to yeah. make sure no one would come in or go out, just be quiet, essentially. And then 16 is when you would be able to actually like bless the sacrament. This is some wild shit, dude. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot and of stuff. <laughs> There's so many different like branches and tiers and teachings based off of your age group. It is, it's something. Again, I can go for hours. Yeah. And, uh, it's such a wild concept. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's, I, I, it's weird because, like, I was in Boy Scouts, right? And, like, uh, oh, I, was, I was also part of that, too. And there that you was go. Intertwined with the LDS religion. Wow. Okay. So, what's so, well, congratulations. I was never touched by a scoutmaster and, or a priest. And hopefully, <laughs> same with you. Um, but yeah, you know what's crazy is the way you're describing all of that is just like the ranks of like Boy Scouts, right? You had like the Weeblos mm -hmm. and you had the Cub Scouts and you know, all this stuff and exactly. you did different things. But this is just religion based. And while in, so, you know, Boy Scouts, they were, you know, religion's a big part of Boy Scouts. And I had, yeah. so when I, I got my Eagle Scout when I was 16, right? Because I was like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I, I can't, like, I stopped going to church at 14, and then I keep talking about, you know, all the God and everything involved in Boy Scouts, and that was where I hung out with my friends, right? That's all it really was. Right. And I went to summer camp for a week and just hung out with my friends, and we smoked cigarettes and looked at porn, and that's what we did, like a Boy Scout, and tied knots, you know? Uh, <laughs> tied knots. Yeah, I can't mean, the knots. Yeah. it's funny, though, because I, you know, I, I didn't like it, but I ended up working at my Boy Scout camp for three summers, and really, though, because I just, I, I hung, I didn't wanted to stay at home and then yeah, i was the only child right and i mean i had friends and stuff but i had more friends at scout camp like because all the staff was the same age as me and we stayed there for seven weeks so and i got paid like minimally but i got paid and it was really cool but yeah that's so crazy man that like you went through this like religious oh that's so so much religion it's a, it's just it's a wonder how we're yeah. not actually religious <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think that's exactly it because, you know, when Shove you down your throat. It, yeah, man. I mean, you, it, you're literally overdosing on it, you know? Where yeah. It's, 
there is such a thing as too much of an alleged good thing. Yeah. Like, like everything else in life, there needs to be balance. There needs to be some way to, you know, like moderate things to function as a human being. Right. And just going, you know, 110% down that religious alley 100% of the time is just, especially in an upbringing where you're supposed to be trying to figure your shit out. It's just, it's, it's paralyzing. Yeah, because you're you know? you're trying to figure out the religion stuff, and you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. everything else in life as you're growing up, and it's like, right? Yeah, it just and fucks you. <laughs> it, it does. But yeah. one of the thing, one of the things about it though is that because of that, you're really educated on it. So when I made my educated decision to part ways with it, like there was never a doubt. Never, I never second guessed myself. Not. Not once. And my parents, you know, they've always had this firm belief and they've used this saying as I was growing up, you know, when they heard about someone in the neighborhood who um, who left the church uh, and they would refer to them as inactive members. Yeah, because they still have records. So they're still technically Mormons. Um, uh, they consider me inactive, but they don't know that I like legally had my records completely like annihilated. They no longer exist. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I just, I was, I want to be completely done, just based off of all that I've learned, and all that I've learned from other religions. Like as soon as I was 18 years old, and I was able to do whatever I wanted to do, uh, the first thing I did, so that I wouldn't second guess myself, was that I started researching religion just on my own because I was curious. I feel like everyone is. Yeah, you know, I've, I, I had. Between the times that I was 18 and 23, I've, I've, I easily had like three or four different uh, existential crises. Like I, it was, I, I had all these crazy thoughts about how religion here, like on Earth, is like a tool to control people because, like, they have 3,000 religions. Almost, it's like 2,900 something. It's almost 3,000 religions, and most of the people who believe in their religion are born into it. Like if you look at the statistics, not everyone's a convert. Right. And then converts, when again, look at the statistics, converts, a lot of them are people that convert due to hardships or due to their circumstances because they need help. Of course, they, yeah. When you're down you and know, out like, and you've got nowhere else yeah, to turn and exactly. you look to God and then you get a good sign, right. like something goes right, well, now you got to do it all the time because you got this exactly. sign. Yeah. And, and as a privileged white male <laughs> that grew up in... Oh, you're one never, too? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, was, I was never like in a position where I needed to turn to God for help or turn to a certain religion for relief because... You know, like I never had to worry about anything. I never once growing up in high school or middle school, I never once did a drug. I never had a drink. I was never even remotely attracted to that sort of stuff. I just like girls. I was yeah. just a teenage boy. Yeah. You know, but I never like had, I never had a worry. So I could like do this research in religion without, I don't even know what the word is that I'm looking for, but I could I do all this research without being like uh like looking for something in return you know what i mean yeah yeah just looking for knowledge looking for things that are out there because again i do believe that religion has good points about it 
You know, Absolutely. I, I, yeah, there's a Absolutely. lot of great things that came from religion. There's a lot of great things you can learn from practicing religion. I, when people ask me, though, they're like, well, and this is a touchy thing. Not so much anymore, I guess. I think it's kind of cool for everyone. It, or so it seems. Again, I'm old. I don't fucking know. But I know a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'm atheist. And I'm like, okay, but how do you know that? Because well, I, I, so, used to, I used to be that guy. So yeah, oh, there's, me there's too. No way. There's I'm, no way, I'm agnostic. I dude, I got, I got no clue. <laughs> I feel, I know exactly. I feel like yeah. that's really the only stance you could take. Is that I'm sorry, I'm just a hardcore agnostic. Like, how can anyone definitively say one way or the other? You can't. Therefore, you know what? It's all up in the air. In you, my opinion, do you want to know? At the same uh, time. Yeah, so no. yeah, no, no, yeah. So I, I was going to say. So th- I heard this the other day. I think it was on another podcast, uh, but. Uh, they were talking about um, it was someone talking to a uh, astronaut, right? And this astronaut was Catholic, right? So he knows all about space and all of this thing, and he knows science, and but he believes in God, right? So it was this big thing. Like a lot of people don't like that. They're like, "Well, how how can you do that? Like you know science, so you know God isn't real." And I'm not I'm not like back in this or anything, but he's like, look, in the Bible, they talk about it for two pages. Right. And he says, God said, let the relight. And I I believe in the Big Bang Theory. So maybe that's what he meant by let there be light. And I was like, I never even thought of that, dude. Oh, you like, didn't? No. I, have you? You thought of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Naturally. So like. I'm not saying like I'm not at close that oh, I'm going back to church, but like I never thought of that. And and you think about two pages and like there are other things like, oh, well, on the third day he rose the, or whatever it is. Right. That's at least Catholicism. Right. Maybe on when they're speaking these days and these lengths of time, they're th- they're they're just saying like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that in a million years. You know, when someone asked me to do something, they're not really meaning that amount of time. It's just a, it's a phrase, an expression, right? Because right. how could yeah. someone create the universe in six days? If, even if it was created, right. you couldn't do it. So there were these things, though, that I was like listening to this guy who believes in science, but he's also religious, talk about how, you know, he tries not to mix the two, but maybe just don't take it so seriously. And everything has to be so fucking definite, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not. No, exactly. But yeah. that's and that's why I stay in my lane um, being agnostic because I just I feel like that's the safe bet, to be honest, I, because one of the things that I was taught through the LDS faith was I, I don't know if you've heard the story about Joseph Smith. Yes, I have. But it's been a minute. Isabel. Yeah. Yeah. Name definitely was Bell. Do you know, like, you remember anything about what you were told about that? I'm not. No, it's been a minute, dude. I realized that okay, I well, I graduated well, high school in 2002, so no. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Well, this, here's the basic rundown. Okay. Yeah. This is this is really like, this is not me exaggerating or leaving anything out. This is it to a T. All right. Yeah. You got a 14 year old kid who doesn't know what religion is true. And this is back in like the mid to late 1800s. Okay, okay. So keep that in mind with where religion was at that time. Yeah. He didn't know which religion was true. So on his own, uh, an angel came to him and him alone in a dream and told him that none of them were and that he should make his own and that his was the only true one and <laughs> that there were golden plates for him to, to, what's the word, transcribe? I can't remember. Yeah. To, to transcribe 
and only he can see them and only he can transcribe them. Okay. And basically everything that is described in this story sounds cool if it were just for the sake of a plot in a movie. Right. Right. But in like day to day life as a human being, like if someone did that today, yeah. you know, we'd be like, that guy's fucking crazy. That's a call. <laughs> like, yeah. Charlie that, Manson. That guy, that guy's I mean, a scam artist. Jonestown yeah, like, there's, Massacre. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. You're full of shit. <laughs> right. But no. This dude did it in the mid to late 1800s, got all these people to sign up, and it's still here to this day. And it's one of the most wild things that I've been so close to through my upbringing. And one of those things that I've been able to like, actually take a step back and look at it through a different scope and realize, holy shit, like, there are so many religions. And like, just this 14-year-old kid was like... No, mine's the right one, and people just hopped on the bandwagon. Well, it's funny because you you do talk. You, you mentioned earlier about just like you know how religion is like this thing that's like made to control people, and and I I firmly believe that in many ways. Uh, and it's just yes, it's so like if we just think of like the big one, right? The Catholic Church, like isn't that? I might butcher this, and I hope I don't. But like Lutheran, right? So Martin Luther, wasn't that the mm-hmm. guy's name? No, sure. I think it was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. Not Martin Luther King, son of a bitch. No, who hold on. Who is the no uh yeah, Martin Luther is his name. Okay. I think he like he got excommunicated from the Catholic Church because he had different beliefs. And that's why uh he started the Lutheran Church. <laughs> Cause like he had different ideals than the mm-hmm. Catholic Church and they kicked him out because there couldn't be another way. And then he started his own religion. So, like, I think, and that that was before uh, Mormon. But I, I, I think maybe you know it's cool in a plot. But like, there's there was so much of that then, right? There's so much of like, right. and there still is that today. There still are those Easily. groups. Uh, yeah, look at Scientology, bro. right? I mean, there, there's and there's so many different examples through multiple religions. Again, there's almost three thousand of them. We could sit here literally dedicate an entire like series of podcasts to this one topic um but but at the end of the day like i'm not one of those guys that like openly bashes religion because i don't like i don't subscribe to it yeah so who am i to you know judge someone else that does like if that's what floats your boat by all means who am i i don't care I used to I used to shit on people for it, um, and but then oh. I I got to this point in life where it was like, my mom's gonna go to church. That's what she's gonna do. She she no longer talks shit to me about not going, but she does still send me like the church bulletin from every Christmas mass. Um, oh, dude, yeah, I yeah. Get, I still get like <laughs> it's articles. Like, here's the hint. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, again, that's just what parents do yeah trying to save their kids you know i get it but it's like it's it's like she wanted you know i never wanted anyone to tell my mom that what she believed in was dumb right because one that's my mom and if she wants to believe in that she believes in it i don't even have discussions about religion with my mom because i would just base everything on the fact of things i've learned how you know catholicism is just a super religion and actually the 12 disciples were way back before they were even written in a book and it's all based off of astrology but i don't have that conversation with my mom because i i don't want her to feel dumb right believe well, not she- only that but i honestly feel like it's just a pointless conversation to have with yeah. your parents because at that point like they've already been through you know their entire life 
Like, why would they listen to their offspring right. off of, based off of their own life experiences? Like, their mind's already set. Yeah. You know, I, when I was in high school, that was the only time I would ever react uh, and respond to people that were in the religion that would try and convince me that it was, you know, true. Yeah. That was the only time I would bash it. It was like, okay, you think it's true? Here's why it's not. <laughs> because yeah. I, I, it was being force-fed to me. So I was like, stop. No. <laughs> but that was did. the only time. As an adult, I literally have, I cannot think of a single conversation ha like being had with someone else, whether it's a, rel a relative or a stranger, where I bash on their own beliefs because we're all here like on our own journey. Right. You know, and if that's something that in some way brings you peace or happiness, then bro, fucking tally ho, go go at it. You know, like it's uh, what brings me peace is the fact that there's a possibility. Yeah, you know, part of my existential crises that I had throughout you know the last decade was the fact that you know, what if this religion or this one was right, and I am gonna be damned. <laughs> Yeah. Because uh, I didn't choose the right one. Oh, dude. But, I mean, I'm still going to heaven because I was baptized. You know what I mean? So I'm oh, good. Oh, right. Well, then that's <laughs> the other thing, too. Like, wait, I was baptized. Which sins apply? Which ones do not? Yeah. Is there, like, going to be a court date? Can I, you know, defend myself? Uh, I never coveted uh, thy neighbor's wife, so I'm good. Uh, yeah, dude, like, exactly. I never uh, stole anyone's bike. You know, I, I'm I'm good to go. But what what I, what I really made my peace with was the fact that... You know, if there is, there is, and if there isn't, then what am I even doing, wasting my time investing all of my emotions into it and letting right. it compromise me completely? You know, I, I think that if there is, that if there is a God and he is all-knowing and he is all-powerful, that he's going to be very understanding of the fact of what information was available to us. Yeah. And from uh, a standpoint of just being a human being and growing and evolving. Making mistakes. That's part of being that. a like, human being. Like, exa well, exactly. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you made me. Right. Yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> you, you, you designed me to fail. Like, Right. It, it, it kind of felt like uh, it, it reminds me of that skit from Bill Burr. Have mm. you watched much of Bill Burr? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bill Burr has that segment where he talks about religion. <laughs> you make me suck at math, you make whores, and you don't think this thing's going to go off the rails a little bit? Like, right? I mean, and again, it's just it's part of the human experience. So to definitively one way or another tell someone they're going to go to hell based off of what they did when they were a teenager or based off of what they did with inexperience as an adult and how they gained that experience, I just feel like that's so narrow-sighted. Right. And that if there were that superior being that he'd be like, yo dude, I kind of made you that way. So you could experience those things. Right. It'd be like, it'd be like, uh, welcome. Um, this, this is heaven. Um, yeah, you, you're, you're not standing on ground. You're actually in the clouds right now. Um, but I have uh, a question. Did you kill anyone? No. Right. Well, and okay. that's the other thing too, <laughs> you know? that where is the line drawn? Right. I mean, because, like, you know, you got serial killers, you got yeah. rapists, you got all these different criminals. Like, is, does the same standard apply to them? No, they're going to hell. Like, that's easy, dude. Yeah, that's not. But like, that's, but that's, again, if you think at it at, at right. an existential level rather than like a human level where, you know, you do consider morality and what's right and what's wrong. You know, like it just completely throw that out the window. If you think about that, a level of a god, like how is it that people 
do that on earth and then you got all these other people that don't and how do you separate them well those people were said those people have been infected by the devil all right and that's <laughs> and that was the other thing <laughs> i was being sarcastic was but also that. that is basically no, what i've like, learned <laughs> i know but that, that that's what you are taught like yeah man through their religion is yeah. that like oh well satan has influenced them right like, i just feel like that's like a, like a weird way to like a coping mechanism be like yeah. oh well it was satan's fault you know, like, oh, well, that makes sense. It was Satan. Satan did it. Like, yeah, I feel put like, the blame on someone oh, else. that guy did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, but again, like, those, these are the questions that just kind of go unanswered on an existential level that I, I can't wrap my head around. Oh, and no. I and, like I I, will I, until, and I don't think we even, like you said, though, like, what is the, do we even need to? There's so many things. Uh-huh. Like we said, we can't even get on the phone and call our parents every night. Like, you know, why do we got to sit here and worry about all that stuff, too? Like, right. Whatever happens, happens, man. And uh, it, you know, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to know. And it'd be cool to have all the answers. But then what would what would the mystery be then? Like, what would keep us thinking if we knew, you know? I think I would rather not just be thinking. I, I, I like to yeah. put myself in the shoes of uh, the supreme leader <laughs> and be like, yo, if I were God, I'd be like down there just like checking in on people like... Well, no. Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Why would yeah, you? Do- yeah. I didn't design you for that. Yeah. Why are you shitting there? Yeah. Don't eat that. What are you doing? And well, then I got three thousand of these fuckers that are like saying, "No, we're gonna worship this guy or this idol." I would be down there in the, like, the, with the drop of a pen, being like, "No, bitch, I'm right here. Right. Don't disrespect me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I look, made you, son. I, I, don't- I don't. I just." If I were a god, that's what I would do. Just clear it up. Be like, look, man, here's some peace of mind. You're not going to be damned to hell. Just don't kill anyone. Don't steal that guy's bike. And that's not your wife. Yeah, dude. It's, and that's, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Well, here, I don't want to jump. As, I, I want to keep this on the same uh, topic. So let's just think about this, right? Um, if God did exist, what did he? What kind of joke was he playing when uh, he released MLB The Show 20 this year? <laughs> because you know we've yeah, gone now 53 minutes of talking religion and we should just at least venture into this just a little bit religion and upbringing yeah and honestly we didn't even talk about dude we have baseball, so many no. how it impacted our lives our upbringing in combination with all this deep shit we have so many and more of these we can do though you know every three months mm-hmm. we can do <laughs> <laughs> no but, man we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna nail this yeah man no yeah for sure so but for real though <laughs> what uh why wouldn't he just make the game good uh you know i've i've Shit, only we might already be in hell dude yeah this is it <laughs> this is purgatory yeah, we already died and went to hell <laughs> yeah man um I've so real quick. I've only been playing since sixteen. I mean, I played like baseball games back in the day. Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, Roger Clemens baseball for like SNES, all this sort of stuff. But like the show, I I, I came in around sixteen. My some of my friends were playing Diamond Dynasty. They were living together, and I was like, "What is this?" And they're like, "Oh, we spent a bunch of money and we build this team." And I was like, "That seems like a waste of money." And then little did I know that I would be doing it and streaming it later. But um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think, you know, and for me, like, maybe this happens with every game, but I guess there's a couple topics that I want to touch about real quick, and then you can just respond to them. Um, 
I, I'm kind of, I, I think we all want to hear about news up and coming, and it's almost the new year when they said we would hear that news, so maybe we will hear that news soon. So I wish I would see st- people stop bitching about it. It's not their fault. They told you this is the time. We'll tell you stuff in the new year. Um, no one's cutting them any slack, right? But content doesn't save this year's game, and I don't think it needs to. This year sucked for the game. I thought last year, listen, honestly, I thought last year was better overall. And I know people don't like that opinion, but I I think I'm not taking content, but I'm just taking like I was able to play that game longer. And maybe since I did that, I'm just burnt out this year. Right. Does that make sense? So maybe that's why I'm. Yeah, yeah. it kind of does. I mean, for me personally, I just I I, I logged about 83 days on last year's game. Uh, This year, I'm on track to log about the same and I do believe that overall, the show 20 is a better product than anything we've seen since 2016. I like 16 a lot, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm just, I think it, maybe that's what I'm suffering from then is just the playing the game for the entire cycle and then literally up until the last day and then a new game comes out and then playing it again and the first week being so fantastic that I went 11 and 1 the very first week and then after that patch man just been just yelling at the game and breaking controllers and now I refuse to break my PS5 controller I just won't do it well, and here, here are the things about that, though, is that this year, I don't know if you remember the launch of previous versions of the show. I've been playing since 2006, so I, I remember every launch vividly. Um, when, it, when it came to the show 16, that was the one with Josh Donaldson on the cover. And back then, this was right as I was getting into streaming, and I was really heavy on the online franchise side of the community. I loved online franchise. Bro, I was running two, three different leagues, just shit talking with people. Uh, they, they were like legitimate leagues. They weren't just like uh, like fantasy drafts or shit like that. It was like you would pick a team and then you would make moves. We have like a commissioner. We have like a board of people that would say whether or not someone was abusing the trade system. You know, like it was yeah, like a full 162 games on legend difficulty. It was a blast. But man, when the show 16 came out, I took off. Uh, the first few days from work because I was working at this time a salary job working 60 to 80 hours a week and I took it off and it was a very big deal to me and we I couldn't even get into the game that entire time that I requested off couldn't even get into it at release online franchise diamond dynasty nada nothing was there to play online period 17 I think was the year they implemented the new hitting engine mm. which was just a bloody nightmare I think 17 was also was that the year of the immortals that was oh, 18 that right 18. that was 18 yeah. yeah and I mean um honestly it, it's like they would implement something new and the real adjustments they would make wouldn't actually make waves until the new game next year yep. which was just bizarre to me that like they would have these quote-unquote patches to address in-game issues but they would never address the issues in the game it was was just like but to be fair that's every game no i i agree i agree yeah but when you compare a game like this to any other game in terms of what this game demands uh at a development level i just 
I have a hard time understanding how after all these years of constructive feedback and and the community being as involved as they have been, how the game still finds a way to be as inconsistent as it is. And that's it, it's yeah, that's such a thing too because this community and like I was I was when I started streaming I was part more part of the 2K community, right? And like that is a massive community. Um, mm. and so is Madden and so is NHL, right? A little smaller than Madden and everything, but still EA, right? But like MLB still is a very small company and a small community, right? So like you said, though, they're, oh, yeah, easily. they're hearing these suggestions. I mean, there's people going to the studios and testing the new games. There's betas, there's everything and this feedback. And I totally agree with you. I, I, how can you not just get it right? Re revert back to, I, honestly, when the game came out this year, first week, I thought it was, and everyone, a lot of people share this opinion. It was the best I've played the game. It I thought was it was the great. most fun I've played in years. It yep. was the first week. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, we, everyone was just hitting the shit out of the ball. It was on veteran difficulty. And I was like, well, yeah, when you're literally going into ranked seasons for the first time every year, they start you for some dumbass reason at veteran difficulty. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. Once you made it through the ranks, you were playing an all-star and Hall of Fame. Yep. And it was still a hell of a lot of fun. That didn't change anything. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just... You would you would be on the ball and the ball would just go flying and it was like dude like I'm on it and I'm getting something and it, it know, wasn't like, like a home run derby in eighteen either it no, wasn't like that it, feeling. it really wasn't and if it was it, you would you were seeing that from players that were that are legitimate top players right and if you are and your input is that good guess what you're probably gonna see a football like score and that's totally fine it's yeah. a video game that's it, that's cool it, you should get rewarded people, for good input people love that are you kidding me people complain about oh well there's not enough action in baseball and then they turn around being like man there's too much action in this baseball video game <laughs> slow it down yeah. it's unbelievable to me i don't i don't get it yeah. i mean what do you want Pick a side, like, it, it, and it shouldn't be that that hard of a decision to make when it comes to a video game right. that are generally catered and designed. Well, they're designed to cater to your input, but man, your input don't mean jack shit in this game. It literally is a roll of the dice, and I understand, you know, that's kind of baseball in a nutshell. But when yeah. it comes to a video game, you gotta yeah ditch that. You gotta I mean, ditch that. I, I'm seeing, you know, I don't play nearly as much as as I was or as you currently do still. But uh, I see from watching other streams that there's new shit popping up every day that didn't yeah. happen two months ago. And there wasn't like a patch. And if there was. Yeah, that's, it, that's what's yeah. weird. man. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think they definitely deserve criticism, of course, you know, and constructive criticism if we can. And we try, uh, you know, and hopefully, you know, then a new game comes out and everyone enjoys it and it's perfect, right? But it's never going to be perfect for everyone's uh, situation. But, I, you know, and also, you know, this year was a pile of dog shit. Um, but it's, it is funny to me how the, the content just kept getting pushed out. And maybe content's very easy to develop at home. Maybe a player is very easy to make while you're working from home. I, I, that seems like it would be rather than actually fixing gameplay, but just go back. <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, especially, you know, this year, I understand the circumstances with COVID and everything, yeah. but I mean, uh, we went wrong somewhere when it came to in-game engines. And like, to your point, why not go back? 
is it too late to go back if so why like why can't you just say like yo it's we fucked it <laughs> you know yeah we dropped it <laughs> it's 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 too late to go back we screwed it up like i, I don't understand why they can't just say that you know, well, I, don't, I, mean, I don't get it. Like, I feel like that would just, you know, being transparent with a very with a community that is as concentrated as this one and wants it really to be go good. A long way. Like everyone I, I, wants this game to be good. Yeah, no one's so, looking for it to fail. <laughs> right, and look at like all, including myself. Like this game kills me. Yeah, kills. Me. I still play this game four hours a day without fail yeah <laughs> like because I, I i love baseball and i've been playing the show since i was a kid i was i literally grew up with this game and i love it even even with its flaws i do it's like that's i'm, I'm practically married to this game <laughs> like, yeah it, it it really feels like a marriage it's like won't you fucking listen to me <laughs> I, I i i do find it odd though uh of the stance of not even addressing anyone's very vocal and loud complaints about the game that's all the same thing you know we could yeah. we could i could i could ask you the top five complaints about the game i'm sure they're the same as mine because we've seen them for six months now and yep. it's like there's not even been a thing like hey the perfect perfect hitting engine uh yeah that's not working <laughs> and yeah, just well, we, we look at that screenshot you know from the exit velos and everything from the beginning of the year and like everyone's now yeah. put it up and being like this is a joke like it's like just well, say something is. why didn't it right, work it what happened yeah right. what happened here's, though? here's here's the problem i think that we're facing with this is that they have this data that is convincing them so when you got people that play this game for hours every day telling them that 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 the data that they get through their sources as developers of the game is flawed there's like you're fucking stupid i don't you're not even worth my time to acknowledge it because yeah like i know that i'm right based off this data and you're just going off of your own bias through your own experience well, you know and and when we think about it right like i'm thinking uh, i see most of the mlb community on twitter right at least the mlb community that i know but again so referring to this data there are thousands and thousands of other people who don't have twitter who don't go on social media and who play the video game and maybe they're having a fucking grand old time you know maybe that's yeah, what their data is showing if that's if that's the case i want the game that they're playing because yeah it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around like these diehard players that play hours every day and they're noticing these flaws and now and for money though too the, and they're either getting the cold shoulder or they're just being told they're wrong for thinking that the way they are but they, they're it's it blows my mind that um you know even like there are full grown-ass man adults in this community that play this game that provide feedback without bias without being disrespectful and it's somehow categorized as something as trivial as red shirt syndrome where you're basically only saying that because somebody else is saying the same thing right and that's again or i feel like a lot of the feedback is discredited and completely ignored because i do feel like that is the mindset at this point after all the after all these years it's just it's abundantly obvious in my opinion yeah and it's just i'm at the point now where i don't even want to provide feedback i'm just gonna play the game and i'm gonna bitch about it when it fucks me period <laughs> i'm just because yeah. i'm a human being okay like if my car breaks down the side of the road i'm just gonna be like well cars do that it's fine yeah like yo this fucking sucks i hate the fact that my car broke down the road and really put me out there 
That's that's tough, bro. That sucks. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But, Why would it do that? I just had the belts replaced. You know, the flip side <laughs> of that though is that if it was good, you wouldn't be bitch. You be you be praising it. Exactly. Because you have wild been married concept. to this game for so many years. Yeah, you'd be wild, wild concept. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, yeah. And again, and again, the transparency would just go a long way. Even if it were just shit that we didn't want to hear, I think it would just be like, well, you know what? At least they were straight with me. And now when I notice a flaw in the game or it pisses me off, now I know definitively that there's just, you know what? Nothing anyone can do about it. Tough shit. Yeah, there's nothing they can do about it because uh, they didn't go back so they revert anything or you know, say they fucked up. And now, yeah, I mean, they're looking at next gen. They have been right, but uh-huh. that's oh, what sure. that's yeah, what scares me too. Said that at the beginning of the year, you know, <laughs> yeah, I understand that before the PS5 came out, I understand that they were still in development and they don't want to like show their hand to competitors. I understand that, but I mean, what's to say that like, why can you not say? Like, hey guys, I know there's some issues in the games, but like, yo, we're trying to like nail this for next gen. So hang tight. We're doing our best. We'll see you next year, which they kind of did in a sense, but yeah. kind of in a passive way. Yep. You know what I mean? It kind of like, we're, 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 we don't want to talk about talk it. To me. Yeah. Like, we're like, we don't want to talk about this anymore. We'll, we'll give you news in the new year. <laughs> it's right. kind of what it came off yeah. to was me. And you know what? Uh, it's just, it's I really like don't a have a weird, shitty high school relationship with a girl. Like, it's just, oh, it's yeah. just weird. Yeah. It's just strange. Because you want to make sense of it, but you just can't because <laughs> they just don't know how to express themselves. And honestly, I don't have a lot of faith in the next year's game. Uh, I know. I Mainly just because, you know, uh, I'm seeing, you know, Madden. Everyone's like, it's playing super slow. 2K, a lot of people have issues with it. You know, um, I'm having fun playing it. But maybe that's, you know, I remember a couple weeks ago, I saw that you took off your fee- your hitting feedback so you could have fun and enjoy the game. Is that still happening or did that last for oh, a yeah, couple of days? I, <laughs> you know, like, there are games where I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You yeah. know, like just, you know, shit luck, which just happens. But it's not as frequent as it was before, like when I had feedback on. And I think the issue then was that I was seeing in real time the flaws on just an unbelievable scale and every pitch of just <laughs> every like, swing yeah pitch to pitch it's like yo why is it doing that stop stop doing that i'm doing everything right and you're still railing me dude what do you want now with the feedback off i don't even know if i'm doing anything right i'm just guessing which is essentially <laughs> what you're doing with the feedback on anyways True. but since you're not seeing it you're psyching yourself out we're like you don't even get mad because out of sight out of mind it's really it's that simple and in, in, in my case at least i mean um, yeah I've been I've been enjoying it a lot more. It's been more about baseball rather than, you know, the flaws in this game being highlighted in real time to give you a hernia. Like it's it's a lot more enjoyable for sure. I'm just nervous I'm about actually, the new the new gen only because it's brand new. And like does anyone expect the game to be amazing and perfect? No. I don't think anyone does. No. You shouldn't no, expect that. Mean, but I also don't necessarily like the comparison of next gen MLB like when we haven't seen it and just kind of anticipating it's going to be similar to that of Madden because I think Madden's very different where I don't even know if the Madden game was designed for the PS4 and they kind of just like copy pasted it to the PS5 because they didn't release any information about it on the next gen until like the week that it was released. And they pushed the release date back still too. Yeah. It was right. So out, it's yeah. like I feel like there's some different angles there where I, I, I Believe it or not, I like to be fair. You know, I, I like oh, to be yeah. 
I, I like to give people a fair shake. I, I just, you know, until I see the show on next gen, I'm not going to judge it. But obviously, after all these years, after, you know, playing this game, going through all these launches, um, I, I'm on, a, on the same boat in a sense where I, I don't have expectations. I'm just looking forward to a baseball game on a new gen console that's yep. it yeah no <laughs> that's and that's... It. whatever happens happens and regardless i'm pretty sure on opening night i'm gonna be turning that feedback off as long as it's still an option <laughs> <And> <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to know <laughs> yeah yeah totally dude uh i guess i guess that's yeah that's a very fair thing to say though and it's just uh, every vid, every sports game that I've played though has just always seemed like a copy paste, at least the past four or five years. And um, sure, you can change a hitting engine, and you know, with hockey, they change different ways they skate and they do these things. But at the end of the day, it's the same glitch goals. It's the same little things that looks like. Did you really change anything? But I still gave you two, three hundred bucks over the entire year because I still play it. You know, even with 2K, I stopped playing 2K for like two years. And this year I'm on it and I'm just dumping money on clothes. Like, (laughs) but here's where the show kind of sets itself aside is that it seemed like they fucking did it that first week. Yeah, man. Like everyone was like, yo, they fucking did it. We're here. Yeah. And then not even a full week of playtime and they cut the cord. Yeah. With no warning, no explanation. Now, is that also just going towards the casual player? Because, again, yeah, sure, you can have your big name, you know, uh, Twitch, you know, YouTubers out there saying certain things, but they're not the casual player. They are the always player. There's people who pick up this game, put money into it, and play it every other day. And maybe they're having fun. Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, like that, that's the casual player. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I understand that aspect, but at the same time, I feel like catering to the casual player is a flawed approach because the casual player is not going to know the difference. And you can't ca- cater to the casual player when you're trying to uh, put twenty five thousand dollars online for a tournament and have your game fuck right. up like it does in front of everyone while they're watching. Yep, like that yep, was. Exactly. That was pretty bad this year. I think that's when it was finally like when you're. We, I'm watching those tournaments and I'm seeing some of the ways these guys, these guys are getting fucked. And I'm like, holy shit, man! Yeah, this year's this game's this isn't good this year. Yeah, this um, yeah. this one's a wash. Uh, but <laughs> again, it's an overall better product. But again, it's just I'd agree of, with know, that. Yeah, beating 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 a dead horse at this point. It's just more of the same shit. Um, but uh, again, the biggest the biggest thing for me is that I thought they had it. And then they just buried it with no explanation, nothing there. And I hear these people that the the oh well, that's baseball folks that are still trying to justify the inconsistencies and trying to explain from a marketing standpoint how it's tactically smart to cater to casual players because that's where they make their money. And again, no shit, that's yeah. where they make their money. But the casual player, guess what? If you label uh, Hall of Fame difficulty as all-star difficulty. Is the casual player going to know? Fucking no, they're not. Right. They're not. They're not They're not going to read that much into it. But you know who is going to know? The people that pick up this game, that play this game, that that freaking promote this, this game. game. Exactly. Free. Yep. For free. Every year. Those are the guys that are going to notice. And those are the guys that they should be listening to. But, you know, they don't. So. I'm not part of their marketing team and neither are you. Yeah, tough shit, dude. Yeah, I know. Sucks to sucks to not sucks to like 
know stuff, but sucks to not be the one that like kind of, you know, sheds light on it and you know brings them to Jesus, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, and you kind of get this fear sometimes. I mean, uh, you know, of if you talk too much shit about it, then you know you might like. I don't know, like lose traction with their, cause it's still so much of a small community, right? Like they know streamers, they know people. I'm sure they are always in people's streams. And, um, I don't know, you want to talk shit and then maybe you end up getting the fuzzy treatment with John Heyman and you just get boom, block, done. You're out. <laughs> honestly, no, that's, honestly, I wouldn't even care because you know, like, <laughs> like you're, you're making a game, you're making a product that I buy that I play. Yeah. This is my feedback. Take it or leave. If you well, don't like, like you it, said, like, get, you don't, you don't pay my bills. Like you said, you buy you a car, dude. And, you know, you might, you might always, you might've been driving Mercedes Benz for 10 years. Had nothing, you know, always wanted to be a little better. And then they finally get to a point and then, you know, you're fed up. That fucking Benz sucks. And then you leave a nasty Yelp review, you know, that's, that's, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think I would ever leave a Yelp review. I've never but left I've, one. I, Not even a good no. one. No. I mean, actually, no, I did leave one once because it was an absurd experience, but um, I still regret even taking the time to write it out. Because I mean, you had to make I, an account, you know, too. That takes time. Right. And after, yeah, exactly. Like when I hit send, I was like, yo, what the fuck did I just do with the last 20 minutes of my life? It's gone now. <laughs> well, <you laughs> I could, hate everything about myself. <laughs> you could have played a ranked game. So, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're right. It would be 20 minutes until I just turn it off. <laughs> um well yeah no so we covered um religion and mlb the show that was good yeah you got a hint of my upbringing your upbringing and then of course touched base on the current state the past few years and the future for honestly the only baseball game we have available on the market right now and and yeah and, and what i think was going to be good about this uh you know you and i doing this is um we're both baseball fans right we both played a game right all that everyone knows but um clearly we can talk about different things and i think that's going to be great because i want to explore more of the religion stuff because i'm interested and you have a wealth of knowledge about it and i need to hear more of these stories but i just feel that you know people you know just peg you into these things like i and real quick not to you know i'm, I'm trying to wrap it up and go off topic but i mean do you ever just make a post talking about life and then someone replies to it on twitter and says what do you think about the latest trade and it's like i'm not just baseball <laughs> well, you know right, right. Well, i feel like we I can fuck like... around and talk about some shit yeah and that's why i feel like the like this podcast is is basically you know the non like you're basically getting a side of Quash and Sydney that you haven't seen before or something that you might have subconsciously been curious about but didn't really know you needed until now yeah <laughs> because I, I am like on the same boat where like you know my, my main thing is baseball and that's what I've built my community around and that's what you know my brand is it's all about baseball so there, there are multiple occasions where, you know, I've, I've built a community that um, I, I'm, I'm proud of and people that I talk to as a result on a regular basis. And I like want to share stuff that's in my head, if it's like on current events, politics right. and yes, yeah, sports, religion, all that stuff. But I can't tell you how many times I'm just like, 
I type this stuff out and then I just delete it because yep. I'm like, what am I? Why would I do that? Man? I, I have so people, many saved drafts, you know, like, dude. Like, yeah, like these, like these days, you got to be careful with what you say because people are so quick to pull the trigger and be like, nah, I, nope, ain't fucking with that. Like it's so easy to just filter what you want to see and what you want to hear rather than you know letting people express themselves in a way that makes them feel like they're human beings right you know? yeah and as like a content guy you don't want to damage your yourself or your brand or what you're trying to accomplish to kind of set yourself up um but at the same time it's like i can talk to my wife about stuff but outside of that like i don't have friends outside of streaming because it literally takes up my whole life yeah. in combination with you know the family life yeah and i love that i honestly like i've met some of the most amazing people like in my entire life just off of playing a game same them, dude you know yeah like, it's, it's, it's a wild concept and it's still kind of surreal in a sense because going into it you didn't i didn't anticipate that happening but th that's why i'm so like hesitant to like share potentially controversial things that are going on I feel you. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, even I'm, I'm the exact same way. I met a lot of people that have started just hanging out at PS4 party chat or people that would come through stream. And yeah. now I talk to them daily. Uh, I have visited them. I've met their wives, their family, you know, uh, right. and it is crazy. And that's, uh, yeah, I mean, but like you said, though, you want to be kind of conscious about what you say and everything and how you present yourself online. I mean, I think everyone should do that in the first place. Um, yeah, in a sense. Yeah. I, I, I still feel like it's getting away from us where you can't really be yourself out of fear of how, not even how people are going to react, but what's going to happen to you consequently like based off of what you're trying to accomplish on a career scale, if that makes sense. Like For sure. It's oh, a really strange sense. dynamic. And I don't understand that mindset personally. Like we were just talking about religion. I was like, yeah, it's not for me. I'm agnostic, but I, I'm not going to go over there and, you know, rain on someone's parade. If it's something works for them, like you, again, tally ho, go all in. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. Right. You know what I think on, religion or politics or or mlb the show and its current or past states literally it in the grand scale of things it doesn't mean jack diddly squat it really doesn't because yeah. for one i'm not going to be a politician <laughs> so it's not like any of my political opinions are going to necessarily carry over and become law people are you can disagree with people without completely demonizing and outcasting them well that's not how twitter works though you know well that. i know but that's just, that's just <laughs> yeah. a weird thing i yeah. just don't i i, I want to like normalize disagreeing again it's, it's know, a thing like dude it's it's literally and it's if you disagree with me or my point and not me per se but just in general you see this all the time is that it's just let me, I got to shit on you the best way I can. And it's like, shit on you or completely cut you off. Yeah. And what? Like, it's the weirdest dynamic. Like, literally, my own sister did it to me like a month ago. Where, <laughs> yeah, it was the most bizarre thing. It was semi political, something random that was shared from her to me on, you know, the now this uh, political. 
uh, news outlet. It's not. I don't even categorize it as a news outlet. It's basically just like the the like the rumor lunch table in high school. Yeah, it's just like people just kind of throwing shit out there. Out you of hear, you like read a headline, then you make up the rest of the story. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like she told me, like, Donald Trump's going to take away gay people's rights. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> now this. Look at this headline. I'm like, I see the headline. Where's the story? Yeah. Look at the headline. There's no story. It's a headline. <laughs> like, yeah. There's nothing there. It's like he's going to take the rights of gay people away. I'm like, okay, that's a bit concerning. How? I don't know. He's just going to do it. He's going to do like, it. From her, from the article. Like, there wasn't even an article. Again, it was a headline. So I was like... <laughs> Where are you reading this? Like, right. Yeah, that would be something to be concerned about, but I'm not concerned because it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not explaining anything to me. There's no story. How is he doing it? He just is. And if and if you disagree, then you support you know Trump. You're a little, you're, you're a little <laughs> Trump baby. Yeah. Go go wash yourself up with your three your five and one soap. Okay. Yeah. Typical men. If you men, know, white God, male, yeah, you, male, you cisgendered, like, you cisgendered male. I, I'll never forget. I'm mean, we're oh, we're gonna have to get into this. I'll never forget the first time so, uh, uh, this wo- woman actually said to me, "You're just uh, a white privileged cisgendered male," and I was like, "Wow." What? <laughs> so I mean, what? I'm? Am, are you offending me? Like, what are you trying to say to me? Like, yes, these are wait, things. What, cis, cisgendered male. What, what is that? It I'm, means I'm familiar with that phrase. It means that you identify as the sex you were born as. So, so cisgender <laughs> denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender corresponds with their birth sex. So they were basically the f- calling me a male. Okay, so you're a man. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, but it's it's this way of insulting someone, right? And trying, oh and they, they they didn't think that I understood what they were talking about or anything. This, and they just called me this, and I was like, oh, we should get into that next time. That's pretty. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. See that kind of I shit. I want to uh, talk about that, dude. Like, that does. I don't get that though. Like. You're saying I identify as what I was born. Yeah, no shit, I am. Like, why would I not? Well, I, it, I was, it was. I'm a male. I, it reminds me of that scene from from Elf where he's like, "Well, I'm a human. I was raised by elves." And he's like, "Well, I'm a human raised by humans." Like, yeah, just yeah. stating the fucking obvious. Like, yeah, I'm a dude. Well, feminists hate the movie Elf. Do they actually? No, I'm it? kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but so this See, was the like. Fact- that I had to ask just goes to show where we're at as a society. This was a feminist who said this to me, and I remember after she said that, and I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? I said, you're a feminist, right? And she said, yeah. I was like, well, then why do you not support men? Because this woman was like very, the whole conversation was like anti-men and very anti. And I was like, because feminism is supposed to be about equality and bringing everyone together, but also upholding women's rights. And she was just like, she did the typical thing about your sister with the headline. Well, you just you oh, and I was like, okay, I'm out of this conversation. I'm I'm done. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't even like arguing that stuff. And that's the thing, like people find me and they pick me out for that shit, dude. Like I swear, like I'm a succubus for that stuff. It's like they come to me and they want to like fire me up and argue with me, and I'm like, I don't what because I probably because I give in most of the time. <laughs> How do we get here? <laughs> yeah, I just give in. See, I give in. I, I, unless it's, I'm the same way though, is that I don't really like put effort into those conversations unless it's with someone that actually like matters to me like if my sister like, if she like sends me something and she's concerned about it i would like to be there in a sense to 
like sympathize to understand and to bring some sort of peace of mind in a sense. Just that's just like in my brotherly nature, right? But in the process of doing that, apparently with lack of understanding and wanting clarity, uh, that that's apparently uh, I I guess like I'm a what, what's the word again? I'm a homophobe. <laughs> You're cisgender male. You only believe in two yeah. genders. You, um, yeah, you're an asshole, and yeah, you're wrong, and she's right. Yeah, or he's, yeah, or mean, he's like if, right, it, and you're right. Yeah. Like if if like you're into that scene, like if, if you think that people can identify as whatever, like that's cool. I really don't like it doesn't affect me. I don't care. But like, don't like demonize me for doing literally the exact thing <laughs> that you're doing, just on a small, a much smaller scale. It just, it goes back to exactly what you said there. You can't have a. It's not even a disagreement. You can't just have a conversation anymore because the second that conversation goes against either person's belief, then it's written off. Or yeah, you're an asshole. You know, no, it, it's, it's a lecture, is what it is. Yeah, and it's, it's, that's all it is. That you sit there and listen. Like you take your talking to. Yeah, and like there's, there's there's no agreeing or disagreeing. Well, no, you can agree, but there's no disagree. Like, but why can't it's the you? It's dynamic. Yeah, but why can't you have a discussion anymore where you teach me something? That too. Yeah, like I don't mind being wrong, but like, I, I'll tell admit me when I'm, I'm wrong. right, and then teach me because there's been plenty of times where I've actually admitted I was wrong. And then I take that new information and I spread that to other people because I and I'll even tell them, look, I was an idiot and then I realized this and here's how it actually is. And and I feel good about that because now I'm not wrong. <laughs> but like right. I can't be taught anymore if you just yell at me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not that hard either to just be like, yo, I'm kind of fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like, know anything that about was, this. That was a weird take for me. But it, like, it kind of reminds me of this uh, conversation I had um with uh, Spore when like the finest cards came out and they came out with the finest Yashremsky. And I was like, cool. Like he's basically a copy and paste of his tops now card with just a little bit more contact. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Like I, I would rather use the tops now Yashremsky because he's got more power. I feel like he caters to how this game plays yeah. a bit better. So, but you can't definitively say how he's, he's worse than the others. Like, no, I'm just going off of preference and experience. Yeah. And I just, like he just, I don't think he's as appealing. They could have done better, which they could have with the finest cards. Same, the same crowd that say, you know, like Freddie Freeman, why not just boost his numbers versus lefties for the sake of the finest cards, for the sake of what time of year it is, it's just so we can have fun with the content, right? You know, and, and again, like it, it was just one of those things. Like you can't say that the other one's better than, than this one, but I, like, but I can because like I've played with the other one and yeah. I know it's better I'm not going to say that the finest card because it's labeled as a finest and it has a few higher overalls that basically just like boosts some meaningless stats like like discipline and right. reaction time and st- like, well, like he's just he's they're boosted they're inflated numbers I mean dude there's so many cards it's weird that like I actually I hit better to start now it's changed but I've hit better to start with live series Mike Trout than the 99 Trout I hit better with right. the prestige Cody Bellinger than the new Cody that came out, and I it, sold the new Cody. All, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it him. all comes down, yeah. It all comes yeah. down to preference. Yeah. It all comes down to preference and what you think works and what you think doesn't work. You know, someone can think that the finest Shrimpsy is better solely because he's got a few more contact points than the tops now one. I personally think he does better because he's got a bit more power with the matchup and the power versus lefties. While it's lower, is still impactful." 
But guess what? I could still I could do more with that card because across the board, he, it, it, I don't I don't read that much into other attributes that other people read into. Right. Like, it's a it's a pure matter of opinion that people it, it, for some reason want to like twist into fact. You know? Yeah, it's all about proving you're right again and right. making that feel really you're, make yourself feel good. Well, here can we can we end this on one final question? course who is the best catcher in mlb the show 20 this is a trap but it's jt real muto for no, sure it's jacob stallings you <laughs> see i knew you to say that what the hell they God. literally have a video that says i prestige the best catcher in the game i guess who was on the thumbnail and guess who wasn't and guess who's wrong was you uh, <laughs> who, uh, who, who logged 84 days of playtime the last two years? <laughs> You're still wrong. I'm gonna go. Uh, blo- four hours a day. Uh, I'm gonna it's block me. you on Twitter. <laughs> it's me. I am elite. Uh, <laughs> so, by well, you know, this is the first one. It should be the second, but this is the first. And I guess uh, this will probably this will be released in 2021. So, Crash, Happy New Year. Yep. Happy New Year, indeed. We made it. Can't wait for round two. Yeah, dude. Um, Can't wait to see what this year has in store for us. I think the beginning of the year is going to be dog shit, but then hopefully, you know, it turns itself around. We'll see. I don't know. But that's the beauty of of what we're doing here is that there's not any real direction with these podcasts. We just kind of shoot the shit. Yeah, and I enjoy it. And I enjoyed the last one. I wish I had saved so everyone else could listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, that one. That one was interesting, but yeah. I, I like this again. It might have been a bit sporadic, but yeah. overall, it was. I think they're good conversations. Yeah, man, and, and we'll we'll get there. Yeah, isn't that all what podcasts are? Anyway, just having conversations. It's just really just, bullshitting. It's what it's what I put yeah. on on like a drive or like when I'm like walking right. around. Yeah, just listening to other people talking and and not being in the conversation. But now we're in the conversation. So yeah. Right. Exactly yeah. what this is, too. A conversation question. If anything in here uh, turns you off from either of us, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, we're both I'm agnostic. Sorry. We're not atheists. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we're not atheists, bro. <laughs> we're good okay. people. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I'm a solid six. Yeah, I'm, pr- yeah, I'm getting to be a six. Yeah, I'm coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all right, dude, I'll talk to you. Have a good new year. I'll try. You will. You will. (laughs) I can't make any promises. Mm